the Carolina Hurricanes kick off a three-game road trip tonight against the Dallas Stars. Find out what they need to do to come away with the win and stop the Stars' high-powered offense in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by the lovely folks over at FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. And folks, it is time for a Hurricanes road game. As I was getting ready for this episode, I uh, found out a wild stat here in the uh, Hurricanes preview for the game. And the Hurricanes have not played. Uh, or have played just one game uh, on the road since January 6th. That is wild. It is February 13th. They have played nearly every game uh, at home to start off uh, 2024, which is wild uh, to think about. Um, But as I said, this is the first of a three-game road trip. We talked about this yesterday in the Hurricanes forecast where they have the Stars, Coyotes, and Golden Knights all on deck this week. Uh, And obviously, the further west they go, the later we're going to have to be awake. Um, But, you know, Canes after dark, yeah, that's always uh, fun. But the Hurricanes are looking for their... uh, uh, sixth win in seven games tonight. They have been rolling as of late, and yeah, they have really been absolutely killing it. Um, like in terms of what they're out there doing, we all know just how well they're playing. Obviously, in the last game on Whalers Night against the Devils, Pyotr Kochekov uh pitched a shutout um stopping uh 33 shots from the devil sebastian aho scored the overtime winner um and this was interesting uh finding out today as well we talked about how that was his 11th career overtime winner um which is a franchise record. And he also joined Ron Francis as just the second player in franchise history to reach 50 game-winning goals. Francis has 57. So you figure Ajo is going to break that record within uh, the next couple years. So that was actually really cool. I wanted to share that got share that with you guys. Um, and again, the stats, you know, for the Hurricanes, what they're doing, there's just so much good stuff here in the Hurricanes write-up for the preview of the game. I do really recommend you guys go read this. Um, of course, penalty killing uh, was really great. Uh, and we'll talk about that uh, here later. Jacob Slavin uh, 
obviously is uh, the team's leader in shorthanded time on ice, has a chance uh, for some new franchise history. Uh, at 257 career points, his next point will put him into a tie with Justin Falk for most points by a defenseman in Kane's Whalers history. So crazy to think about there, um, you know, just how, just what's going on, you know, with this team um, in, in a good way. You know, you, you know, go back, you know, 10 years, you know, you're talking you know, to someone about, you know, Jacob Slavin, Sebastian Ajo, you know, uh, how good their penalty kill is, how good their power play has been, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. We'd laugh in your face if we told you that, uh, you know, heck even, you know, 2018, you know, um, I don't know if we would have really believed you, uh, you go back, you know, 27, 20, 2017, 2018. I don't know if we would believe you just how good this team has become. And, you know, talking about how good the team has come, uh, one thing, you know, Hurricanes reporter and show alum Walt Ruff put out yesterday after uh, yesterday's episode had gone up. Um, this was really interesting. Um, you know, to, I'm going to be reading you from his tweet from yesterday uh, saying, quote, two months ago, the Canes played their first game following the players only meeting in Vancouver before uh, December 12th. Um, they were 14, 12 and one uh, had 29 points, which was 10th in the Eastern conference. Uh, they had a 0.537 points percentage, uh, 10th in the Eastern 90 goals against 11th. Uh, Power play was at 20.7, ranked eighth, and penalty killing at 79.1, um, ranked 10th. All these are Eastern Conference. Uh, and since then, uh, they are 16, 4, and 4 with 36 points first, uh, 0.750 points percentage first, uh, 56 goals against, uh, that's the fewest. Uh, 35.9% on the power play first and PK at 89.9. And that is second. Uh, that is absolutely crazy turnaround and that they are really riding that momentum right now. And they are going to have their work cut out for them tonight, folks. The stars are a very good team. Uh, and yeah, actually uh, one thing, you know, with, uh, all of these teams, uh, something pointed out here, uh, is that all of the teams on this road trip have really good home winning percentages. So they are really going to have to work. Uh, Dallas at 0.654, Arizona at 0.600, uh, and Vegas at 0.769. Uh, so they are really going to have the work cut out for them on this road trip. But I do think they are up to the challenge if it was before december 12th uh i probably would uh be a little nervous going into this uh road trip uh the hurricanes are at 13 10 and 1 this season on the road um it is important to note that as we said top it up so they really haven't they played one game on the road since january 6th so so they've racked up a whole crap ton of points at home 
So, you know, that is something there. It will be interesting to see how they can carry this success that they've had to start out the year onto the road. Um, because again, just they played so much at home since kind of turning things around. Can that momentum that they have behind them right now carry over onto the road uh, into Dallas, into Arizona, into Vegas? That's going to be really interesting to see how they can handle being on the road again after a long time. Obviously, these guys are professionals. They know what to do. I'm not necessarily worried about that, but it is something to think about. Of They played at home for so long. How are things going to go tonight? Uh, and they're going against you know good teams uh, as well. So they also have uh, won their last five road games. So that is something as well and brings a road point uh, streak of eight games into uh, tonight's game against Dallas. So again, before, you know, they had their really long uh, homestand or uh, their bulk of games at home, I should say. Yeah, they had some stuff going uh, on the road. So that is something there. But again, it has been. They've been playing most of their games at home. So that is something to consider there. Again, I don't think it's going to be much of a big deal tonight. I really don't. Uh, I think that they are going, they know what they have to go in and do. And the big thing that they're going to have to go in tonight and do is stop the Stars offense because it has been rolling. And we'll talk about what they need to do uh, in tonight's game right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, the wait is almost over folks i cannot wait north carolina FanDuel's america's number one sports book is coming to our state on march 11th you'll finally be able to bet on all of your favorite teams in all of your favorite sports whether it's the hurricanes the panthers the hornets whatever you are going to be in with FanDuel. There's tons of ways to get in on the action. You can bet on everything from the money line to over-unders to which team will win this year's tobacco road rivalry. Obviously, guys, we know how big the Carolina Duke games are, and you'll be able to do that on FanDuel. That's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, with live betting, you can even pick which player will pick up or will put up the next bucket and the one after that. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on so you can be the first to know when FanDuel goes live here in North Carolina. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Now, stopping the Stars offense tonight is going to be the biggest key to the game. I think that is going to be something that they have to be ready for as soon as the puck drops. Um, yeah, these Stars, they have scored more goals than any Eastern Conference team uh, as of right now. As of recording, they have notched up 190 goals so and obviously that total will continue to rise you know, after tonight you know i've not saying dallas is gonna win or anything like that be for all right yeah the offense is good as this probably gonna at least notch a goal or two um 
So they are going to have their work cut out for them tonight, and they have got to be ready to smother this star's offense You know, from the get-go. Uh, and we know the Hurricanes can do that. We know uh, just how tight uh, and suffocating this team can play on defense. And they're going to have to be on their A game for this tonight. Um, you know, one thing, you know, it says, you know, here in the Hurricanes right up, you know, again, you know, talking about, you know, how uh, they have scored more goals than any Eastern Conference team. Uh, Jason Robertson, uh, 52 points in uh, 52 games. Uh, Matt Duchesne and Rope Hintz, uh, both 12 points in the team's last 12 games. So they're, they're rolling offensively. They got to be ready to stop these guys uh tonight that's going to be really important they're going to have to put their best foot forward tonight you look at you know obviously jacob slaving you know he's going to play a big role in that and alongside you know brent burns uh and really you know the entire hurricanes uh defensive uh group they're going to have to be on their a game it'll be interesting to see if we have Brett Pesci tonight, uh, he's missed the past two games due to illness. Uh, just been a bug going around Raleigh. It wouldn't surprise me if he has the same thing that I have and a bunch of my friends and coworkers have had. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how things go there tonight, um, whether or not he's going to be slotting into the lineup. He was kind of a wait and see. Uh, when it came to the last game, uh, obviously we've had a few days in between, so we'll see if Pesci is out there tonight. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know, uh, what's going to happen there. Um, and I really think that is going to be something that is, it kind of affects the hurricanes game plan because, uh, Pesci is obviously much better defensively than D'Angelo. So, you know, you, I would pr much prefer Brett Pesci to be out there than uh, D'Angelo just in terms of their defensive games because we all know Tony, he ain't very good defensively. And when you're going to be going up against such a high-powered offense like that, to have a guy out there that is a defenseman, out there that is not good defensively that just feels like a recipe for disaster um so we'll see what happens tonight um you know when it comes to brett pesci but that's gonna be a that's a really big question mark for me of are we going to have brett pesci tonight you know uh that's gonna be really important and obviously we know the hurricanes can get it done without him we we know that but Again, when you have a defenseman that is not good defensively uh, out there against a team that has scored more goals than any team in your conference, that's uh, I, I I personally wouldn't want that. Uh, but again, it's also not going to just be down to the defenseman. Of course, you are going to have to have your forwards. Stepping up defensively, uh, you know, Jordan Stahl, we know you know, just how good, you know, he can be defensively same with Svetch, and, you know, we know that, you know, these forwards can play defense as well, and that is going to be something 
that the Hurricanes have to do, every single guy out there on the ice tonight is going to be have to play really stinking good defense and suffocate this Dallas Stars offense. That's going to be the biggest thing tonight is just play a phenomenal defensive game. And obviously, you know, show up offensively, of course. I got to do that um, because and that's also not going to be something that's going to be hard. You know, the hurt or excuse me, the Stars, they have an all star goaltender in Jake Ottinger uh, and he's uh, played he's one of just 22 goalies that has played in at least 30 games this season and the stars are also four and one in their last five games like the canes um so it's going to be really interesting to see how things shake out tonight and uh one thing that the hurricanes are really going to have to do i think to really take advantage of the game uh is is keep their special teams rolling uh, the way they have been. And, you know, they do have an advantage in that battle as well. Uh, as of recording, Dallas's power play is ranked 14th uh, in the NHL at 21.7, their penalty kill at 10th and 81.6, whereas the Hurricanes power play, again, ranked 27.7, uh, number two in the league, and their penalty kill at fourth at 84.8. 7% we talked about where uh, they have ranked uh, since December uh, 1st as well uh, earlier. So their, their special teams have really been rolling, and that's going to be something that they need to continue tonight because you do have, at least on paper, the advantage there in the special teams battle. So if they can really take advantage of those and just suffocate Dallas's offense, that's going to be really key for for them tonight to be able to come away with the win. And again, a really big one tonight. Uh, it's obvious. It's pretty obvious, but that is support Peter Kachekov. I feel like he will likely get the start tonight. I talked about this yesterday. I feel he'll probably get your start tonight. Uh, then you'll see Spencer Martin uh, on Friday against uh, Arizona. And then, um, go check off again on Saturday against Vegas. That's kind of how I think things are going to shake out again, barring, you know, Piotr just playing out of his mind or Spencer Martin playing out of his mind. That's kind of how I see this going. Um, and they're really going to have to get out there and support him. Uh, and yeah, because you know, again, you look at the offense you're going against, you're going to have to be ready to support your goalie tonight. That's, that's going to be extremely important. And Kochekov, he's going to have to be on his game. We can't have something like uh, that game against the Abs, where you're up three nothing, and then in a matter of seconds you're up three two. We can't have anything like that again. He did bounce back well from uh, that uh, mishap uh, when he came back into that game, and then in the last game against new jersey he did bounce back but this is going to be a very big test uh again you know i cannot stress enough like they are going to have their work out for them defensively tonight they got their work they got their work cut out for them folks i cannot stress it enough they have really got to be on their a game defensively tonight and ready to shut this down because we've seen in the past how thing you know whether yeah, the Hurricanes are on the right side or the wrong side 
of it. We we've seen how fast games can get out of hand when you aren't ready defensively. Uh, and, and that's also not just the hurricanes either. Yeah. You, you've seen that in just sports in general. Uh, You've, we've seen you know what happens when a team is not prepared defensively. I mean, you go back to that Chargers Raiders game. You know, we just had the Super Bowl. You know, going back to earlier in the season when, uh, God, when the Raiders uh, blew the brakes off of the Chargers. You know, uh, you, we've seen stuff like that before when a team is not ready defensively. So. I'm not saying Brad Brenmore is Brandon Staley. He's not. <laughs> He's much better. But yeah, you know it. They've got to be ready uh, for this game tonight because, yeah, again, from moment the puck drops, you know, because we've seen in the past where a team is able to rattle a goalie early. Yeah, they uh, go and you know notch a goal uh within you know the first couple minutes heck you saw that uh in that game against the abs with marty natchez he had a hat trick in the first period uh obviously you know we've talked at length about how things went but that is going to be really important uh tonight that is my biggest key to the game uh is being ready defensively that is the biggest key to the game tonight uh but the trade deadline is fast approaching, and the Carolina Hurricanes need a goalie. And we will be discussing that in this edition of Trade Tuesday right after this quick break, folks. Now, folks, it is, of course, the halfway point of the season. Canes fans the Carolina Hurricanes, they really turned it around uh, post players only meeting back in December and regardless of where we are in the current standings I want to remind you that you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on sleeper the official daily fantasy app of the locked on NHL network it's our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with sleeper you can win a hundred times your cash in daily fantasy hockey you know you can be asking yourself what players would you take this week to score a hundred times your money whether that be sebastian aho andre sveshnikov marty natchez he's had a great week whatever it is you can do it over on sleeper and fans you're also not just limited to hockey you also have the nfl nba mlb college football all on sleeper so Entries can be made in under a minute. All you have to do is pick whether studs like, again, Sebastian Ajo, Andre Svechnikov, Martin Natchez uh, will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Canes fans. You can win a 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability. Now, getting into Trade Tuesday, the 
trade deadline is going to be here before we know it, folks. And there has been uh, much talk about whether the Carol or what the Carolina Hurricanes need to do. Obviously, Elias Lindholm now off the board. Uh, he's obviously since been traded uh, by Calgary to Vancouver. So that trades off the board. We're not going to be talking about that one anymore. Um, gosh, you know, we talked about that one for freaking years and not anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was one. Yeah, I reached out. Uh, it, again, no surprise. We're going to be talking about a goalie here because that's the Hurricanes' main need. We're going to be talking about a name that's been floated around uh, for a while in terms of what the Hurricanes uh, could do uh, when it comes to goalie, and that is Mark Andre Fleury from the Minnesota Wild. We kind of heard his name for a couple years now. Uh, ever since yeah, his time in Vegas was starting to come to an end, we we're hearing about it of Carolina being a potential destination for him. Now, this is going to be strictly a rental trade. Uh, you know, he is 39 years old, he's on an expiring deal. Don't know really how much time he has left playing in the NHL. He's again 39 years old. Um, not saying he's going to retire after the season, uh, but also not saying he won't. Uh, you know, he's just at that age where you know, I just don't know. He also does have a modified no trade clause. Uh, so that would be something that, yeah, you know, before you know, this would even have to take place. Yeah, you know, is Carolina on that list? Is he willing to come here? That's uh, another big thing there. Uh, but Carolina uh, has, of course, been a team that seems like a good fit. A lot of other, you know, hockey reporters out there have kind of had Carolina in the mix when it comes to Flurry. I texted uh, Seth from uh, Locked On Wild last night, asked him, you know, what's the deal, you know, with the Wild at the deadline? He said, you know, they're absolutely sellers, uh, picks and prospects. That is what they're going to be after. And I do fully think, you know, that's something the Hurricanes could totally accommodate um, for the most part. Um, one thing, you know, with this is that really the kind of the biggest thing is simply the cap. Uh, can the Hurricanes make it work with the cap? Uh, I think they can. Uh, I think this is easier than like the Lindholm or the uh, Jacob Markstrom uh, from Calgary, which we'll talk about that one. Uh uh, uh, later again, but you know, the Hurricanes, as of right now, have a little over 1.4 million in cap space. Where and Mark Andre Fleury uh, has uh, about 3.5 million dollar cap hit, so they will have to move money out to make this trade. Whether that is a trade with Minnesota that they use to make the cap room or not, that's going to be interesting, but that's going to be the first obstacle here. But I do think it's totally doable. It's not like like they gotta free up, you know, six million dollars in cap space or anything like that. You know, this is totally doable. Um, and you know, again, picks and prospects being the two number one things. I think, uh, you know, mid mid round pick or two, uh, you could throw in for sure. Um, Flurry at this stage in his career, he's not going to fetch like a first or second round pick anymore. Definitely mid-round pick uh, or two uh, prospect-wise. Kind of the name that stood out for me and stood out for a while when it comes to trading prospects is that of Ryan Suzuki. 
uh, Hurricanes first round pick from a few years ago. He is an upcoming uh, RFA and you know, a guy that it just feels like everyone's passed him by uh, in the hurricane system. He, uh, we talked about this before. He has dealt a lot with injuries, but it still feels like you know, we're seeing more and more guys pass by him when it comes to getting called up. You know, you are again, hurricanes first round pick from a few years ago, kind of figured his time would have come you know, to at least be a fringe guy, you know, kind of a guy that gets called up when someone gets hurt, then goes back. You know, he's hasn't even gotten to that. Uh, whereas, you know, you see a guy like Drury just coming up full time, Nazan coming up full time. Uh, and seeing stuff like, or heck, Jarvis, you know, skipping AHL entirely, going straight from juniors to the NHL and being an absolute stud and a star. That hasn't been the case for Ryan Suzuki. Again, I know he has dealt a lot with injuries, and that has definitely uh, delayed uh, his growth. Uh, but I do think it has kind of got to a point where I think you know, a change of scenery would be beneficial to him. So we could he could be a guy that is in this trade package as well. But like I said, cap space is also going to be really important in this deal. So I did, you know, take a look at the NHL roster and two names stuck out the most. One, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about, and that is Jack Drury. Uh, doesn't have a massive hack, uh, cap hit, only uh, $925,000, um, but he is a coming uh, restricted free agent. Uh, as you remember last year, uh, uh, around playoff time, I came out, he had... Uh, requested a trade he wants out so i we haven't heard anything since so things could have gotten smoothed over since then things could be fine now but they could also not be i don't know so he could be a guy that's potentially in there as like hey you know he's an nhl uh player you know uh obviously his depth piece you know he's not like a first line center or anything like that but yeah, you know, he could potentially be thrown in uh, as a sweetener, uh, whether it be this deal or another. Uh, Drury could totally be in the mix there. Another one that I do think is probably a lock to get traded uh, at the deadline is that of Tony D'Angelo. Um, he has a cap hit of one point six seven five million. Uh, so you figure, all right, you're trying to make this trade for Flurry. Uh, you throw in D'Angelo along with, you know, that mid, uh, mid round pick that could work there or D'Angelo and Suzuki. I could see that as well, but yeah, I think he's definitely going to be a guy that gets traded just in terms of making uh cap space there. This isn't going to be like some blockbuster trade or anything like that. The Hurricanes are not going to have to give up a whole lot. And another reason I say D'Angelo is that he hasn't really been playing much this year. Uh, he's been in the press box most of the time. And when he has been out there, he hasn't been great either. You, know, you remember his uh, pairing alongside Dimitri Orlov was absolutely abysmal. Uh, and then they finally made that full-time switch to De uh, Orlov and Chatfield, and it has really paid off, and that pairing has been really good. So, you know, D'Angelo just feels like an odd man out. You know, 
you know, just move on from him, uh, you know, free up that cap space, you know, bring in again, a goalie like you need and a goalie that's proven winner. Again, this is likely just going to be a rental trade. It's not going to be one that is going to carry you on for the next 10 years. Also, you bring in Flurry. I do think that could be beneficial for Kochekov as well to learn behind Flurry as well. Uh, because we've seen before, Kochekov is not ready to be the number one guy yet. I do think he will get there, uh, but he is 24 years old. All right. Yeah, he's still learning. Uh, so I think, you know, getting, you know, a future Hall of Fame goalie for him to, uh sit behind uh for you know a little bit i think that could be beneficial for him as well and then you know obviously uh season's over you know if you can ink flurry to a short-term deal uh then fine uh i don't necessarily see that happening because again freddie anderson has a year left on his deal kochekov locked down for the next few years yeah, uh, on Tiranta, he'll likely be gone after this season. Uh, Spencer Martin, uh, who they claimed him off of waivers, who knows what's going to happen with him in the offseason. Uh, so it'll be interesting what happens, but I do think this could be a uh, beneficial trade for the Hurricanes. Again, not like they're going to have to give up a whole lot. Uh, really, the big thing is just going to be making some cap space for them here. But if they can do that, I think, I think uh, it could really help their chances uh, when it comes to playoff run and winning a Stanley Cup. Plus, again, I've said before, Freddie Anderson needs to take as long as he needs. I don't want him to rush back and potentially uh, make his health worse. Um, but, yeah, you figure, all right, yeah, you're going to, you know, right now you have Pyotr Kochekov. Ronti Ronta, he'll come back at some point, you know, when he's healed up. It's going to be out a couple weeks. So, yeah, then he comes back to the fold if Freddie Anderson is able to come back. If he is, then you have him there as well. And then you bring in Flurry. Uh, yeah, you have him there uh, as, as well. And then, you know, you obviously have Martin uh, as well, you know, there in the fold. Also, so you could have you know a really deep uh, goalie uh, uh, room, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it feels like yeah you're gonna have you know, a whole bunch of goalies there on your roster uh, for not a whole lot of time. But I do think it would be a move that would be beneficial for them. I really do uh, because we are seeing it this year. Of uh, they are not as deep as they have been in the past at that position, and that has kind of been their weak spot for the large majority of the season. So making a trade for a goalie like Flurry, I think, would be really beneficial. Uh, you know, again, we'll just you know go with say it happens tomorrow. Obviously, it's not going to. You know, boom, you have Flurry Kochekov right there. All right, you're gonna have Ronta come back here in a few weeks. All right, yeah, he's probably he's gonna have to sit for a little bit. Uh, Martin, he'll have to sit as well. Freddie comes back again. If he does, you know, you got you know, you're finally deep at goalie again, and I think that could really serve them well come playoff time. I really do. I think this is a pretty low risk trade for the Hurricanes, and obviously it gives. Uh, flurry a chance to go to a contender get uh one last ring uh before he hangs it up 
so I think, yeah, in the long, I think, yeah, it's a good move for the Hurricanes. Again, low risk. I think kind of win-win for everyone involved. Flurry you know, again gets to chase a ring, goes to a contender, uh, gets that one last playoff run. The Hurricanes get insurance policy at goalie. Uh, they get a proven goalie, again, a Hall of Fame level goalie. They're, they're getting that, and I think it. I think it's a. There's a reason. Like it's a trade that is getting talked about a lot by you know, these hockey journalists uh, leading up to trade deadline. This, there's a reason this trade is uh, getting talked about, and why Carolina is in the mix on this. So at the end of the day, though, just gonna have to wait and see whether the Hurricanes make this trade or not. I don't know. We're not in those meetings. We're not on those phone calls, seeing those emails, whatever it may be. We're not seeing them. We don't know what's going on. So at the end of the day, we're just going to have to wait and see. So make sure you are following along on social media at LO underscore Hurricanes, myself at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And make sure you are subscribed on YouTube. Enjoy the game tonight, folks. Uh, It's at 8 p.m., so not super, super late, but you may need a little uh, bit of coffee towards the end. So have fun with the game tonight, folks. And as always, let's go Canes.